Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and we're doing our devotions together every Monday through Friday, and we're following a simple pattern, and we made it simple for a reason. It's a pattern that we hope you'll be able to follow yourself. We read a little scripture, we make some observations about it, and then we pray about that passage of scripture back to our Heavenly Father. This podcast isn't designed to be an in-depth study of God's Word. It's designed to be a devotional study of God's Word, where we simply are trying to calibrate our heart and mind around the Word of God for today. God, what principles are you trying to speak to me today that I need to live out wherever it is that you send me? Today, we begin a brand new book of the Bible. It's the book of Philippians. We're going to read Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. I love this book. It's one of my favorite books in Scripture, and, and it's a book that, uh, that, that Paul wrote to a church in Philippi, and it was a church that he loved uh, deeply, and you'll see that come through in the way he talks to them. Let's just dig right in. The theme of the book is how to be humble and happy. Humility comes up in this book over and over and over again through a variety of circumstances, through a variety of instructions, and through a a variety of examples that Paul gives. And so let's just dig right into it. Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Here's what they say. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi with the bishops and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, You all are partakers with me of grace, for God is my witness how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. That's Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. And this letter begins to the Philippians the way Paul begins most of his letters. He identifies who he is, who he's with, and by what authority he writes. And he just starts very simply, I'm Paul, I'm with Timothy, and we are bond servants of Jesus Christ. And you see that idea of being a bondservant come up over and over again in this book and, and really throughout the work of Paul. And it's this idea that I am a slave to Jesus Christ. I'm a slave to him because he is the sovereign God, but I'm also a slave to him by my own choice, that I have submitted and surrendered my own life to him in this way. And then Paul goes on to say, this is who I'm writing to. I'm writing to the to the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi with the bishops and deacons, meaning with the leaders, with the overseers, with the elders. And then he offers up his, his standard blessing, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And immediately after that, Paul begins to reveal exactly how he feels about the people In the church at Philippi, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. I wonder who God has put in your life that you could speak verses or words like these about, that every time they cross your mind, you give thanks for who they are. And every time you pray for them, no matter how dire or how grand the prayer may be, every time you pray for them, you pray for those people with joy. And the reason you're praying with them for joy is because of their fellowship with you. And Paul says specifically for their fellowship in the gospel for the, for, uh, from the first day until now. You know, there's a number of people in the history of my life that every time I think of them, 
I give thanks. And part of the reason why is because we've had this fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. I think of my friend Mark Ham. Mark is a member at First Baptist Church Moore. He's a city councilman in the city of Moore. He's been a Cleveland County Sheriff, and today he's on staff at First Baptist Moore. And it's it's just remarkable to see what God has done through Mark's life. Every time I speak to Mark, I'm encouraged. Every time uh, he tells me a new story or he sends me a text or, or, or we reconnect or I go back to more and we have lunch together, every time we're together, I'm encouraged. And I'm just so thankful for the work God has done in Mark's life and the way he continues to use Mark. But I'm also thankful for the work God has done in my life through Mark. And I'm just so terribly blessed because of men like Mark Ham. And, and there's such a long list of people that I could give that, that fit that same description. Mike Taylor was my high school, when I was in high school and junior high, he was my youth pastor. And today our church gets to partner with the ministry that he leads with Greater European Ministries in doing mission work all over the world. Men like Mike Taylor, men like Rodney Salmon, uh, Mike Compton and Paul Box. Both of those men are men that have gone on to be with the Lord. And I just think to myself, man, every time I think of them and their families and the experiences we've had, the fellowship and the gospel we had from the first day until now has just been so sweet. I think of men like Chris Mayfield and John McGee and Eric Hill and just so many different people that I've spent some time with. Some some I got to spend a lot of time with and some I've gotten to spend very little time with. But but whatever the case, one way or another, God's done something to knit our hearts together because we had this fellowship in the gospel. And every time I think of them, I give thanks for them, for the influence they've had in my life, for the way that God is using them in their community and in their families right now today, men like Brian Waddell and Eric Rogers, and the list just goes on and on and on. And part of what's, part of the reason why I'm so blessed is that list just keeps getting bigger because I have the privilege of serving at First Baptist Church in Owasso. And through this time of social distancing, I've had so many friends here at this church that have reached out to me, and we just can't wait to get back together. And my friends on the Calvary campus, who I, I get to see periodically or I get to text with, and and just for, for your fellowship in the gospel from the very first day until now. You know, every time we get together, we have an opportunity to encourage one another. But beyond that, together we are sharing the gospel with the world around us. And here's what's going on as we do that. The more we share the gospel together, the, the more God ties our hearts together. In verse 6, Paul says, I'm confident of this very thing, that God who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He's doing that work in me. He's doing that work in you. He's doing that work in our churches and and and, and in the campuses that God's given us and entrusted to us here at First Baptist Owasso and at the Calvary campus and at the mission. He's given that to me in the friendships that I've had in my past. And verse 7, Paul just speaks my heart for you. Just as it is right for me to think this of you all, why? Because I have you in my heart. And I do. I can't wait to see you again. But here's the thing that I know for sure. Whether we get to see one another face to face or whether we're absent, I believe that you will continue to follow God. And, and you will continue that fellowship we have in the gospel. And that I'm confident of this very thing, that God who began a good work in you, he will complete it until the very end. And then verse 8 says, For God is my witness, how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. I just can't wait for that moment that we get to all come back together and worship. And, and someday, 
someday, uh, it probably won't be on this side of eternity, but someday all those people that God has blessed me with as I grew up in the ministry that maybe you don't know because you attend First Owasso or you attend the Calvary campus or you just listen because you enjoy listening to devotional podcasts or whatever and people you've never met, someday on the other side of eternity, we'll get to all be together. And until that time, for God is my witness, how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. I hope you have men and women in your life that are like that today, that we could learn to love one another in a way that's deeper than what the world says love is supposed to be, that we would be able to, to, to express that love to one another in a way that's healthy and in a way that honors God and honors one another, and that we would do that uh, with joy, that we would give thanks every time we remember one another, and that every prayer we pray would bring joy to our hearts. Let's take some time to pray that back to our Heavenly Father. Father, thank you so much for today, and thank you for the men and the women that you've placed into my past, that every time I think of them, I give thanks. There's so many people from college, from high school, from when I was a kid, the church I grew up at, all those men and women that I named just a few minutes ago, and so many people that you've surrounded me with today that I am so thankful for. And I pray that today you would walk with them, that they would walk with you, that you would draw near to them and that they would draw near to you, that they would be abundantly aware of your presence and that you would continue the work that you've started in them. Beyond that, I pray that you would complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And God, you are my witness, how greatly I long for them all with the affection of Jesus Christ. Father, on that day we get to see one another again, I pray that we would just have an incredible celebration, whether it's on this side of eternity or in the next. God, that we would be able to celebrate the incredible thing that you've done through Jesus Christ in our hearts and lives and the way you've drawn us and knit our hearts together. So Father, thank you for each person that, uh, that I can think of right now and, and in moments uh, like these. Thank you for them, and I pray that you would bless them and keep them today. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much for listening today. I hope that you'll, uh, that you'll subscribe so that you can connect to other episodes that will take place in the future and that you'll help us connect with other people by liking, sharing, or commenting on this episode. There's also another great devotional podcast called A Follower of One by Mike Henry. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. I hope you'll tune into that at some point as well. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you next time on the platform.